found out about the passing of my grandfather four hours before I recorded this episode. With that being said, I'd like to dedicate this episode to him. Descansa en paz, abuelo. Te amo. Hello and welcome to the podcast being broadcast from the sunny city by the Long Beach. I am your host. Juan Rosales, and thank you for joining me on another episode of Inside the Mind. And this week, we, uh, yeah, I am joined, I almost had that. This week, I am joined by the Scoffs, sorry, Nate and Nuck of the Scoffs. Would you guys like to uh, introduce yourselves? I'm Nuck, and I like long walks outdoors and uh, <laughs> comfy <laughs> moments by the fireside. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm Nate uh play the bass and uh I like to be cuddled. I like um I like red Kool-Aid. Uh Do you I, like to be the big uh, spoon or the little spoon? I'm always the big spoon. Like I'm a I'm uh I'm six foot one, so I, I can't be the little spoon. Oh, so, you don't have a choice. Maybe I'll try. Maybe this will be, you know, in the in the COVID time I can uh you know, you can branch out, try new things. So maybe I'll be try. I'll try out the little spoon. I'm five six, so I'm like a dessert spoon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I'm right. Damn, I don't want to say that too. I'm like five seven, so I'm right there with you, bros. I'm like, yeah. you know, I could. We can kind of pass, but we'll, you know, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> I'm gonna get away from that. Um, Nuck. What instrument did um uh, do you play rather? I sing, and I play most of the lead guitar stuff. Most of the lead guitar. All right. Yeah, Gabor also rocks a solo on the EP, but um, uh, yeah, for the most part, it's me doing lead stuff. All right. So your lead guitar and and singing. Sorry, I got distracted making sure uh everything was recording. No worries. I see but what you mean. My levels do look a little low. I apologize. I'm just trying to play it safe. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, Nate, not Gabor. Oh, yes. Gabor is another member of the band, and he unfortunately couldn't make it. But uh, he has a very interesting sounding story that I wish he could have told on this podcast. So, unfortunately, or that's unfortunate, but the show must go on. Um, I would like to start off by asking you guys, how long have you guys been, uh, been doing this? Let's start off with this. Cause, um, talk is cheap. Is this your first album? I want to say. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Okay, good. I didn't, I didn't want to, I didn't want to sound like I was stepping on toes or, uh, <laughs> no, sound like I don't the, know what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's the debut. It just came out on May 4th. There we go. Yes. All right. May 4th, uh, Talk is Cheap, which you can find on Bandcamp.com or preferably thescoffs.com. Um, so how long how long have you guys been doing this? Since this is the debut band, um, I feel like that would be the more important question. Well, I'm more curious to know that. Yeah. Nate, you want to feel bad? Well, yeah, um, all right. So yeah, um, you know, it's we, we, we say this probably every other practice when we get together, just how how surprised we are how quick this came together so all of us have played and and done other things so it's not like we're a new we're not new to being in a band but this band is yeah so okay steve had this band dragstrip riot that was together for a long long time to you know like um you know pretty big band right and so toured around and 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 definitely played all over the region and then Mm -hmm. and got back together with the original members and you know long and short anyway sort of ended abruptly um Mm -hmm around last March and we chatted and like, Hey, we want to keep playing. And Mm -hmm. like, let me reach out to some people I know who have expressed interest in playing. And Gabor had had this big band, you know, sledge back and toured around and all these kind of things. And he told Steve uh, Nuck a long time ago that, Hey man, if you ever want to do something cool um, or, you know, play like a little more faster, aggressive music, I like, I'd love to. And Mm -hmm. Rob has played in, a million the drummer has played in a million seattle bands and um Mm -hmm. we sent uh steve picked out this um chelsea song um i'm on fire 
And it's like, this kind of has the spirit of this thing that we want to play. Um, this kind of late seventies transition from pub rock to punk rock sort of thing. And um, yeah. let, let's show up all knowing this song. And hmm. within about two weeks, we all showed up at our practice space and we knew the song and it just felt fantastic. I mean, we, it just like clicked mm. and Steve and Nuck shared like a couple of other, Hey, I've got these other ideas. What do you guys think about this? And it kind of goes like this and everyone kind of put their parts to it. And it was like, Oh, this feels really good. And it fell together within a couple of practices. We had wow. eight songs. And so in, in basically a month of being a band, we booked our first show, like the, the, the oh, pressure. Wow. And so it was great. Cause like, all right, said the pressure zone, we can't be terrible our first outing. So it, it really came oh, no. together quickly. So we've been together just a year and a couple months. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. <laughs> snap. Well, so you... the band, the fleshies was coming to town. Well, fleshies, mm-hmm. uh, from down your way. And I'm a huge right. fan of that band and they hadn't toured in a decade. And I thought, man, I can't wait to see this band. And then we'd already started practicing and they, I think Rob, our drummer said, well, why don't we just play it? And I said, that's a, that's a lot of pressure, <laughs> but all right, let's yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I hit up the, the owner of the club and next thing we knew we were booked. And so I was literally finishing lyrics to the songs the morning of the show and writing them on the set list. Wow. wow. That, that's, yeah. I just, I can't. I I would not be able to. <laughs> I'm just thinking about. It. I'm getting nervous just thinking about that, man. That's it's insane how quickly it, everything just. It sounds like everything just like fit. Like every like when you guys just put the PC together, like there was nothing that went wrong. You know, like yeah, yeah. Just it, I've never had a band lock into place so quickly. Um, yeah, it was. It, it was crazy. Just the, the camaraderie it was already there because we already knew each other, or at least mm-hmm. I had known Gabor from playing a bunch of shows with his band previously, not in his band, but doing bills together. And yeah. Rob, the drummer and I played together previously in a band called the Graceland five. So I already knew I could oh. really play well with him. And then Nate had done a year with me in the last iteration of drag strip riot. And so, I already knew I was close with Nate, and and so that was just an easy. He said, "Let's keep playing." And I said, "Okay, I've got these guys I can call," and that was it. And man, from the moment we plugged in, uh, we just we just knew. Well, this this is easy. This feels natural, <laughs> so let's keep going. Yeah. Wow, that's an that's awesome. Yeah, it's it seems like everything like all of the the bands that you were playing with and. Like it was just teaching you and introducing you to the circle that would eventually become the scoffs. That's really how it felt. Yeah. That's awesome. That's I'm like, I wish I had, there was like a video aspect. I'm like smiling. I got this big, like cheesy smile on me. That's, (laughs) that's awesome. Like I'm really speechless right now. That's, I love hearing things like that, that like it was kind of meant to be, you know, like that's awesome. Um, so that that's how it formed uh how long how long did it so overall when you guys got together and you started practicing and am i still robotic no it sounds good to me no now you're good all right for all right for sure for sure so after you guys you know decided that you guys were going to be a band how long did it did it take you guys to write an album it wasn't long, right? I mean, it was. Um, That's we about what I was expecting. <laughs> probably, I mean, I feel like we had three songs, three, and then working on a fourth, maybe within just a couple of practices, even. Oh wow! Yeah. Damn. Yeah. yeah so, so this is just really easy. <laughs> yeah. So the first practice we did that Chelsea cover, "I'm on Fire," which we still mm-hmm. play live, and. Um, I'd say by the second practice, we started working on another song that I had in the hopper called uh, The Lonely Ones. And we didn't record that one, but we're about to in mid-August. Um, mm. But that song came together Ooh, super right. fast. And we went, wow, this is catchy. And then uh, I can't remember mm. the third one. I think maybe that was a song called Short Fuse, which starts off the EP. And um, yeah. 
it was basically like each practice, hey, I've got this idea, and then we'd start working up that song. And so then we'd go back and work on the last one that we worked on, and then we'd do our cover song. And then so each one, it was add another song. And then the next practice, work on all those songs. So I'd say a couple months Hmm. before we had uh, the the beginnings of an EP. Yeah. Damn. That's... (laughs) That's insane. That's not something that you usually hear. Usually it's like like if we had to grind out and someone dropped out and this happened and this was just like buttery smooth. That's <laughs> So, I got to ask then, have there we have hit there the been any running struggles? So f- like No. You you hit the, you uh you cut out. You said you hit the uh, you We hit, hit the, the ground, ground running so fast. Yeah, like we were chasing the ball downhill. By the time we had enough songs to do a show, I mean, like I said, we we Mm. played a show the day that we finished all the songs, basically. And then from there on, I mean, we did two shows in one day in our first month of being together. Um, And uh, we just started booking out like crazy. Um, Word got out pretty quick. And uh, we just started playing as much as we could because we wanted everyone to hear or at least see the band name everywhere. And so we thought, well, we'll take any show that they offer. Um, and so we did. Oh yeah. And uh, you asked if there was any um, difficulties with anybody along the way. Not at all. And that's the weird part. I've never been in a band that didn't argue. You cut off for a second. You oh, said you've never yeah. been in a band. Sorry. No, no, it's all good. You said you've never been in a band uh, that I've that didn't argue. Uh, this band gets along very well. We're we're uh, we're all adults, and we talk about our feelings, yeah. and we have cry <laughs> sessions, which is the and, most important uh, part. <laughs> we do primal screening yeah, together. The communication is pretty before every show. Pretty open. That's the great part. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's communication it's not like is a gigantic. When we're twenty, you know. So yeah. if any of us have a disagreement or hey, we don't agree on this, like we can really just talk and say our opinion, and uh, mm. us are sort of married to a particular stance or things like that. Like open to hey, we, even if it's just you know arranging and things like that, and like let's change this part, or how about you think if I add this thing that you know ultimately might change someone's original idea and and things like that. And that part's been, been great. There's really been no, no turmoil or drama, anything like that. I feel like same, same as uh, Nuck was saying, like not been in a band where I feel like we're all on the same page, or if we even have different ideas, we can, we all find a way to, to, to move forward with an idea where we're all pretty happy with it. So that's, that part is pretty amazing. Yeah. It sounds like, and it sounds very easy. So I, I, I leads me to the next question. What is, what is the creative process like for you guys? Cause it seems like it's mostly just get together, jam and everything flows. Um, Usually someone has guys... an idea. So like this newest song I'm working on, Gabor sent me a sound file of him kind of humming over uh, the basic structure of a song. And I said, okay, let me mm-hmm. see if I can write some words to it. And so now I've written a full song to it and we'll start work on that one after we record in mid month. Um, and then uh, other songs have been, I show up and then I play him a riff and I go, okay, I got this song. It kind of goes like this. And then uh, Gabor will say, send me a recording of it. And so I'll sit down and I'll just record the guitar ideas that I have. I'll send them to him. He'll come back the next practice having learned all of it. Same with Nate. Like they'll both, Nate will add, you know, different bass accents and stuff. And, um, yeah. And then we'll kind of jam with Rob and he'll say, what if I do this? Let's put some pauses here. And then we go, yeah, that's a good idea. Okay. And, um, so that's kind of how it flows. As far as lyrics go, that's mostly, well, that's, that's been me up to this point. You, you cut off after lyrics. I apologize. Yeah, the oh, lyrics wind up being uh, all as far nuts. as lyrics go. Yeah. Oh, so they wind up being all nut. Yeah, nut does that... all brings in all the all the words for sure. Like that's and it's you know mm. it, it works best that way because 
it's, you know, I think to sing someone else's words or whatever, or it's his perspective and things like that. And I think, you know, it's his voice. He ultimately has to sing them. So, mm. and, and, you know, and they're, they're singing about things that have some meaning. I mean, I think it'd be a much different, um, it'd be a much different story if, you know, you're writing about, like, the, like you mentioned the song, The Lonely Ones, you know, this perspective of, you know, the girl who was picked on and uh, now is the girl that you want to talk to, or, you know, like something heavy, like uh, our song, Little Blue Tyrants, which sounds unbelievably catchy, but is about, yes. <laughs> I think if it was someone else's, someone else's words, you know what I mean? It would, mm-hmm. it would just resonate as well. So yeah, the, the lyrics are definitely uh, Nux territory since he has wow. ultimately sing them. Yeah. All right. That's, Wow. All right. Um, Little Blue Tyrants. Yeah, that's that's actually something that was kind of uh, I'm trying to see if I wrote that down, that like it's very catchy. But if like like if if you just mindlessly listen to it, like you could just like, oh, OK, it's a catchy punk song. But if you listen to the words like it, it gets a lot heavier when you actually start listening to it. Exactly. Which is like it's it's a very I, I like that that dichotomy. Or the duality of that? I'm I'm not yeah. sure which is the right word, um, but I like, I like that. Yeah, like <laughs> the, the duality and the dichotomy. Yeah, they're both words. Yeah, the ebony and yeah. the ivory. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Coming together in perfect harmony. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, well, <laughs> well, I wanted. Oh, sorry, I, I very purposefully wanted. I I wanted to make something subversive. Um, that snuck up on you mm. with that song. I had the uh, uh, the title hit me first. I was sitting at work. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Okay, I was sitting at work and just the title hit me, and I thought I like that title. Where am I going with this? <laughs> and then um, uh, I thought about all the stuff that was making me mad. And you got to think like we wrote that a year ago or whatever. And then all this George Floyd stuff, I call it this George, the George Floyd situation blew up Mm -hmm. and you know, the anger is it's everywhere now, but that that situation existed before and I was pissed about it then. And so I wrote about it and I thought, well, uh, this is, I had this melody in mind for little blue tyrants. I thought, okay, well Mm -hmm. that's catchy. And then, I wrote around it and I thought, what if I get really subversive with this? What if I create an earworm that also has something to say? And um, so that's what I went for. And um, the band was, I remember Gabor, when I came to practice with that one, he said, where do you, where do you get an idea like Little Blue Tyrant? Where, how does that even, you know, how did that come to your brain? I said, I don't know, man. It just you, popped in, sounded catchy. I wrote it down. And so, um, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. No, sorry. You just cut off a little bit, but thankfully, uh, thankfully I was able to get to, to hear everything you said. That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's a good question. How do you like, like, how do you make something so catchy out of like ACAB? Like all, all cops are bad or all cops are bastards. And you're sitting here like AC. A B and I'm, I'm sitting here like singing along in my head. And then I start listening to, I'm like, Oh, it's sneak up. That's why I, I snapped earlier. Sneak. Uh, it snuck up on me. That was the perfect thing. Cause like, I'm just humming along to the rhythm. And like, when you actively listen to it, it, it sneaks up on you. That's, yeah. that's the perfect word to describe it. Um, and it's, it's insane that you, that you started writing this a, a year ago, because honestly, it feels like, like you wrote it a couple months ago. Yeah. You know, like, and- and that's the Along sad with, part. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> things haven't changed. They've only gotten worse. Um, and uh, <laughs> same thing with uh, with the album. The 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 back of the the cover art for the back is a whole bunch of cops lined up w- against uh, protesters. Yeah. Um, like that's all of that. Just it just became more relevant with time. It didn't like it didn't diminish the message. It just made it stronger, which is. It's just sad. Um, but yeah, the, you, you know, a line like they choked him to death on the ground that day. The same exact thing happened a year after writing that song. And that's just so frustrating mm. that we're still 
we, we have to talk about it every year and we have to fight against it every year. It's just, it's, yeah, it's no wonder that people are pissed off and rioting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you mentioned the back cover. I want to say it's a, a, there was something interesting yes. about that is that photo is from the archives of our local paper in Seattle. Um, mm. That was a standoff that happened on our freeway in 1970, I believe. It was a student walkout from the University of Washington, and they all walked down and they gathered on the freeway to protest. And there was just this line of cops against a few, I think it was 3,000 people on the freeway at, wow. at, uh, at their highest count. Um, yeah, and they marched down the freeway and then off the freeway and down to uh, our city hall. But So that's also very um, Seattle-centric. Uh, I wanted mm -hmm. stuff that was um, true to our local uh, history and stuff. So, yeah. Yes. And, excuse me, I didn't, I didn't know that, but I mean, that's, that's heavy and it, it, it makes it, it does make it more significant to you guys since it's, it, it's a local event that happened. Um, and it's still, I'm sure it's still, uh, within the memory of, uh, of your community. Um, I, I gotta ask though, when did you, when did you guys decide on that back artwork? Hmm. Um, it was stuff that I started kind of populating our Facebook with when we first decided we were a band. Mm -hmm. And then when the band got together and talked about artwork and I suggested this artist that I thought would be great for it, um, super beast designs and they all, you know, Nate and Gabor and Rob all, all liked his stuff and said, yeah, yeah, let's mm -hmm. do it. I said, all right, I think I'm going to hire this guy. So I sent him, I said, these are some of the images we've been using. And uh, yeah. he said, oh, yeah, I can work with that. And so, boom, he sent that back. And I said, I love it. And that was it. <laughs> All right. I was, yeah, that's, that's, um, that's kind of like a perfect storm. But I was, I, I asked, because it's kind of like, it's. It's like the song, you know, like you made the song uh, Little Blue Tyrants a year ago and it only became more more relevant. So I'm kind of curious, like if you decided on the artwork like a while ago and it, you know, uh, same thing with the song, it just became more relevant. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I guess it was decided. What? Let's see. We wrapped the album recording um, in November. <clears throat> mm -hmm. And so. uh it was sometime after that. It had to be uh, maybe December or something. That uh, oh, no, yes. it was probably yeah. it, it was probably in the final stages of uh, uh, October, November recording when I hit up Jim at Super Beast, um, and he had it back to me within a couple weeks. And so, yeah, I mean, before the new year. Damn. Yeah. So that, mm, that's insane. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Just how like how perfect that that storm went like. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And then the situation with Diaz Love, who was protesting in Seattle, and and I'm sorry, I forget the other um, person that got injured because I'm nervous on an interview. Um, but uh, <laughs> please don't be. <laughs> but you know, we had somebody run through, run down our protesters who were protesting on the freeway, uh, and so mm. again, it it ends up being too relevant, which you know I didn't intend, and I wish it wasn't the case, but. But history repeats itself. And um, so, yeah. you know, we had protests on the freeway again, but this time we had uh, some piece of human garbage uh, mow down two of our protesters. Mm. Yeah, uh, it, it's unfortunate. I, I had seen a couple of videos. Um, Summer. I'm not. The other protester. Yeah, that's yeah, it's unfortunate. It happens. Um, and. I wish it didn't, and I wish this wasn't so so relevant. Unfortunately, but like you said, uh, history chooses or history repeats itself for those to choose to ignore it. Yeah. Um, but since we are already talking about uh, Little Blue Tyrants and uh, the album itself, um, let me go into my notes here. I was listening to the album, and I just like to to go through um, uh, to go through the album and just see like just write little notes, little like what I think about it, like, you know, like what, whatever comes to mind. Um, mm -hmm. Let's see. Well, yeah, with Little Blue Tyrants, I just wanted to know more about it. And it was, yeah, we already pretty much covered that. Um, let's start, let's go with Short Fuse. 
short fuse a lot of these songs are like cat like i don't want to say poppy but like catchy like poppy in the sense that it's catch like they're earwormy you know yeah like so short fuse short fuse is really catchy like but it goes into sections where i legitimately like i was so last night i was listening to the song and i was setting up one of my guitars and i was I, like i legitimately found myself headbanging i'm like whoa damn that's <laughs> like it, it it transitioned like it's it's catchy like it goes from like a catchy like an earwormy part to like i was like i saw my hair flying around i'm like oh damn that, all right i need i'm getting too into this relax I'm, i need to go back to my guitar like um uh but so yeah i I really like that that it's it's again with the the dichotomy do i need to figure out which one's right but that that difference like it's catchy but it turns into a headbanger um and what what's what's the story behind this because uh obviously it's about uh you know having a short fuse and not dealing with people's shit too much but um is there anything specific that triggered this or is this just about uh you just kind of screaming out how you feel? Uh, yeah, there, there is some stuff, some background stuff on it. Um, well, first of all, my writing process and mm-hmm. Nate's seen this in previous projects. Um, I don't consider any song done until the song gets stuck in my head. So mm-hmm. if the melody, if I can't stop repeating it in my head, then I know, all right, this one's baked. It's ready to go. So <laughs> yeah. by, by the time I bring a melody to the table and I call a song done, mm-hmm. they're all going to be sort of earwormy. That's kind of my goal with every song is to get it a melody stuck in your head. Um, with that song specifically, <clears throat> there's a lot of stuff about, I, I really, I, I don't like thought policing. I don't like... Um, people trying to force their opinion on me while I don't like some of the segments of our society and some of their beliefs. I also Mm -hmm. don't want to live in a society where I'm not free to think and I'm not free to speak. And so some of that is in the song and it, you know, you can always speak your mind and we're going to disagree. Sometimes you clean up Mm -hmm. your side of the street and I'll clean up mine. It just fuck off, go do you and leave me to do me. Uh, wow. <laughs> I did me just last night, but, um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, th- I have a lot of anger around that and, and I, I'm yes. kind of known for having a pretty bad temper. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I'm working on it. <laughs> if, if, if this makes sense, I can hear you trying to like re re like restrain yourself when you're talking about this. Yeah, I suppose I, I, I tense up a little bit. I really <laughs> don't like being told what to do. And I feel like mm-hmm. that's such a big thing now. Like people want to control how you talk and how you act mm-hmm. and what you wear and, and who you know and what you Absolutely. listen to. And and I can't fucking take it. I, I don't <laughs> live like that. I'm an artist. No. I, I've had an artist brain my whole life. And mm-hmm. I, I just – it just – goes where it goes. And that's part of the nature of me being an artist. And I'm not one of those people that is trying to make excuses for racist rhetoric or anything like that. So don't, Mm -hmm. I hope anybody listening doesn't take it there. That's not what I'm talking about, but I do think it's dangerous to police thoughts. Like, uh, what was that movie where, uh, uh, the Tom Cruise, uh, they go hunt down people that, uh, thought crimes. They're going to get them before they ever commit a crime. Was that? Um, yeah, I don't, remember. Re- <laughs> I don't remember but, either. I know, I, I know the movie you're talking about, but I don't, I don't uh, exactly remember. But I, I, I completely understand what you're saying. That's that that whole th- like thought policing is is kind of the basis to PC culture in in a way. Like they they you can't say this word, you can't say that way, you can't do this, you can't do that. Yeah. If you dress in this way, you're culture appropriating you know like it and to to an extent they are right like the the truth is never on either side of the extreme it's usually somewhere in the middle well yeah Um, nothing's black and white and nobody lets you paint in gray hues anymore and no one's infallible so to be held to this standard it's an impossible standard to attain nobody can exist like that i may wear 
a shirt from the 90s with a Malcolm X quote on it or something. And then somebody's going to get me for racial appropriation. Like, I'm not trying to, man. I just like the shirt or I like the Mm -hmm. quote or I was inspired by it or I really like Mm -hmm. the person that said it. You know, I'm not trying to steal anybody's culture or identity. I want to just go through life being able to appreciate things that I love and uh, and expressing myself. And, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes it's going to step on toes by accident. And I think it's all about intention and the nuances of that. And I think people have gotten away from that. They've gotten so extreme white, black, and it, it just that's not the way brains work that's the way computers work mm. you know yeah zero and one yeah and it, i hate to no talk too it's just you know i hate to speak for nate that's just that's my emotion behind that song and that's kind of what went into it and i've never really told the story about that song so that's kind of uh, that's the first time i've said out loud what was going through my head when i wrote it and when i announce it on stage mm. i just say this song's about having a really bad temper <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, uh, I'm I'm glad. Thank you for that. Uh, I'm glad I got to get that story. Um, and I didn't just get to hear that it was about a bad temper. <laughs> um, but you make Ultimately, a lot of good points. I mean, the, um, <laughs> thanks. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm good. All right. Uh, you 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 make a lot of good points, though. A lot a lot of the, the PC culture and and just how people operate today, it gets to be dangerous. To, I mean, there. Like I said, they are right to a certain extent, but once they once either side starts going extreme, things start to get dangerous. Um, yeah, people are people, and we have to understand, and we have to be, we have to um, take into consideration that uh, everybody's going to make a mistake, and we have to, yeah, uh, forgive them their mistakes, especially when the intention is good. Um, but you know, outside of that, you know, that's when people say something dumb or do something dumb. I, it, beyond that, just the idea that uh, I don't like towing the line for anything. I don't like any political party. Um, uh, and so being forced to um, lock in step is just not something um, that I'm ever going to do. And it's nothing that uh, I'm... I'm it's nothing I won't fight against. <laughs> right That's a double negative. Right? It's, it, is, <laughs> it is something that I will never stop fighting against. <laughs> I don't know. I'm confused now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but I, I, I understand. And um, yeah, I, I just some, I don't want to say that I wish more people were like that, but I just wish more people had that attitude. Like, we, we're not we don't have to fall in line like we can all be individuals and uh, like we all have different like even though someone might say something the wrong way their intention might be in the right place like uh, yeah it just I, I don't know I'm, I'm i'm confusing myself but i just i completely agree with the with everything you say um intention well, gets i think lost one of the things and, we've we've lost the ability to do is just to ask someone what do you mean by that you know what I mean? Where it doesn't absolutely have to turn battle of like mm-hmm. you said something. I think it might sound, it might have come across as kind of dumb or something like that. And just like, hey, can you clarify that for me? Uh, like, there's no discussion. I think kind of was what yes, I was getting at a little bit there too. Is that um, you know what I mean? Because you know, in because we 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 often project intent, right? We like, well, I'm just going to assume what you meant, and then now we're off to the races. Like, I'm now I'm 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 zero to a hundred instead of like, Hey, what do you mean by that? Cause you may not be aware that this thing you're saying or doing is landing a certain way. That's true. That, yeah, that's the best way to put it. We don't, there's no longer any discourse. There's not like people don't want to sit down and ask, like you said, Nate, what do you mean by that? Like, it's just, Oh, you said this zero to a hundred straight through. Like, yeah. there's no, there's no understanding anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. Understand. I think that's the big yeah. one. We've we've lost the um, the capacity for understanding. And I really like how diverse my friend group is. And I like all of my weirdo friends and their mm-hmm. weird artist brains. And I want them to be able to um, be weird and say weird yeah. things and do weird things. And yeah, 
Yeah, I just want everybody to support <laughs> each other and and stop beating the shit out of each other when they when they're trying to be a good person. You know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, that got uh, that got a lot deeper than I anticipated. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know I keep, no, no, don't keep making this shit all depressing. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't apologize. I like this. This is this is different. This is something. Uh, I mean, and it's something that needs to be talked about. It's not like we're sitting here talking about nonsense. Um, yeah. But uh, to to that uh, to that point that uh, I mean, by your by your words, your friends are uh, weird. Um, a lot of mine are as well, and I I, I like that. I found that like times like this. Uh, like you said, our diverse friend group, they don't get to be themselves completely. Um, at least they don't feel like they get to be themselves. Yeah. Um, so it's it's unfortunate that uh, like along with with the physical destruction, there's also like internal destruction of the individual going on that we can't really see because it's kind of happening at essentially the microscopic level. Yeah. And I mean, there's good things that have grown out of this new culture as well, which is, um, you know, there's a lot more understanding of other cultures and things like that. Or at least people are asking more questions or trying harder to understand mm-hmm. people from the other side of the tracks, which is cool. Um, it's just, yeah, it's all the policing around it. I don't like cops anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be policed. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So they just go hand in hand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely um that's uh that's crazy that's i'm just i am <clears throat> so let's go on to uh talk is cheap um i love how these i love how uh, short fuse and talk is cheap just like they just paint a picture of, of who you guys are like right off the top the first six minutes that we get with you guys is like it's just no bullshit you know I got a short fuse and talk is cheap. Don't don't tell me, show me. Like it, it says a lot about you guys if if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's <laughs> I tried to be more personal with the stuff that I wrote about these. Um some of my thoughts, you know, as I've gotten older, it's I'm not writing about chicks and cars anymore. Uh mm-hmm. and, you know, I feel <laughs> like I want to express myself and yeah. and hopefully also some of the feelings of my friends and bandmates you know i Mm -hmm. it one thing that's always concerning writing a song is am i am i representing everyone or am i just giving myself a platform to shout so um yeah that's that's a good that's actually a really good point that i want to i want to talk about that a little bit because the singer is always like he's the voice of the band so Mm -hmm. right when you told me uh nuck that you were the singer like right away I'm like oh okay so in like like all my fault like I relate like my note is like I relate to that intro like way too much um so like in my head like when you said you're the singer I'm like oh okay so it's not that's that's saying that you know it's not necessarily not that the band doesn't agree with it but in my head and I'm assuming the listener's head like it's not that's that feels this way you know um so it's it that's it's really good i don't want to say good i'm trying to find a better word for good but it's a good thing that you're you're mindful of uh like not just being selfish and like oh this is how i feel you know it's also how does nate feel how does uh gabor feel well it's not just i can't say that i haven't been selfish with writing the lyrics but uh, you know (laughs) i i often question my i question myself about that after i finish a song and i think well you know i i wonder Mm -hmm. Did I well, step on toes with this or? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think what's uh, what I what I like about Nuck's writing is mm-hmm. so, like, say we'll use uh, "Fault" as an example there. That song, "All My Fault." Um, yeah. Even though Nuck wrote it and it's from his perspective, he mm-hmm. writes in such a gen- general enough sense. Like even like you said, I relate to that intro so much. It's, yeah. <laughs> I think a good, cause if it was, you know, if, if Nuck had written like, Oh, I blame me for, and then, you know, insert some very specific anecdote that he had <laughs> like, well then now I can't relate to that. But yeah. when it's general enough, like, you know, I used to blame society when, you know, like then for every, uh, for every stupid thing that went wrong, mm-hmm. and I never took a look at me. 
when I was the whole, you know, the problem all along kind of thing. So like that yeah. idea is that, oh, I can relate to that regardless of like what situation you sort of insert yourself into. And so what, that's what I really like about his writing style. He can write a personal song, um, but it's not so narrow that the listener or us in the band can't apply like, oh yeah, I dig that because, you know, it can still relate to me. Like I didn't go through the same things you did, but I went through something that uh, applies there. And I think that's yeah. a, you know, it's a nod to his songwriting ability. I mean, he's been writing songs for a long time and mm-hmm. through, um, and, and through stylistically different ways and stuff like that. So that's what I really like about these group of songs. He's saying like, I'm, I'm writing from a much more personal perspective, but overtly you wouldn't know it. Right. I mean, I think they, they're, they're very relatable things. If you think about how often we, we, we push our blame outwards in that song, then it's like, Oh, you know what? I really should be working on me. Some, it's not always everyone else's fault. Sometimes it is all my fault. <laughs> yeah yeah that, that's very true um and like i said that's something that i've i've had to learn myself so i like i i can relate to that completely um and i i just wanted to applaud uh your writing style uh nux because it seems like like you're very you're very deliberate in everything you try to do and everything you try to uh convey and it comes through clearly like like I said, it's very deliberate. Thanks, man. I, uh, I I pour over them for a while. So I'll write the crux of a song and then I'll circle back and revisit it and then revisit it and revisit it. And that's everything from looking at syllables and how they land on the beat. You know, mm-hmm. I hear writers, I'll hear some songs that drive me insane because I think they could have added an and in there and it would have fit the rhythm of that portion of the song better. Um, and so I'll go back and I'll try to massage it and make it so it flows. So the rhythm is just perfectly in step with how the song flows. And I want it to feel organic and natural. And so sometimes that's taking a word out and simplifying a line. Sometimes it's adding two words in. Sometimes I end up with a really wordy song like Talk is Cheap, which is, <laughs> um, you know, there's a, <laughs> it's rapid fire lyrics. And I'm saying quite a lot in there, but uh, yeah. It, it fit that staccato delivery of the song. You know, it's I when I heard the song, I wanted a rhythm that went along with a chugging guitar. So, so that's yeah, kind of how I wrote it. Yeah, see that, and that 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 just like what you your explanation just it just keeps it goes it steps in line really well with with what I was saying that you're very deliberate, like you know what you want to do. And, and you do it and it's, it comes out really well. Cause I mean, the listener myself is able to like, I'm able to relay the message that you wanted to send, which is something that in my opinion takes a lot of skill. And, uh, just in that, I guess you can see, you can definitely see how long you've been, uh, you've been writing lyrics and, how many bands you've been through <laughs> like you can yeah. just see the experience you know yeah because it, it's it's very difficult it, in in my experience i'm not i'm i'm no musician i just like to play every now and then but it's very difficult for me to make like two lines that rhyme together mm-hmm. you know let alone an entire song where i'm deliberately sending a message yeah. so like i just i have to i have to applaud it i ah, thanks man I, my writing style is sort of, it's informed by pop sensibilities. Uh, it's kind of deeply ingrained in me. Like I said, going for the hook, um, mm. you know, and there's a lot of hardcore punk that isn't melody centric and isn't, and that's not me denigrating it. It's that, that I love stuff like, you know, black flag and, and, uh, and old hardcore punk. But um, yes, I just, my natural inclination doesn't, write like that and so um and so what you're hearing that that very deliberate delivery is uh is a result of that because i'm massage you know I'm, I'm crafting that thing to be as catchy as possible and and then i look at the lyrics and uh, especially nowadays i go back and i look you know is it too on the nose can i make this a little more um 
you know, painting with a larger brush. Uh, so, you know, there's, mm. or, or adding more gentle hues to, to the, to the palette. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> well, they say, they say, uh, a, a song is never finished. It's just abandoned. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I completely understand that you're, you're always going to go back like, I could have said this. I could have maybe pronounced it better. I could have put this there. Yeah, yeah I, can, I understand that. And well, and now there's some songs where I feel like it came out exactly like I wanted. Talk is Cheap is an example of exactly how I wanted mm-hmm. that song to sound. When I heard it in my head, that's how it sounded. And uh, I, But I didn't know that's what I was going for until – we had the product and then I, I looked at the other guys in the band and I went, man, we, it's like, we pulled it right out of my brain. This is, I, I love this song so much because it's exactly <laughs> what I dreamed of making. I just didn't know that this was how we got there. I didn't know it had these harmony parts. I didn't know it had, um, you know, this thing on the drums. I didn't know Gabby was going to do this on the guitar. I, you know, it just, yeah. It, it, oh yeah, and I remember talking to Nate when when we got the playback, and I was like, I didn't know you were doing this stuff on the bass. I love that accent there because it it totally you know builds the uh, um, the tension in this portion of the song, and it's exactly what it needed. So sometimes you nail it, and and that was one of them for me. And I, I was so excited when I heard that song, which is why I really wanted it to be like kind of the lead single of it. I was so proud of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's. It's an awesome song. I love the the particularly for me the rhythm. The rhythm guitar stands out. Um, that's just one of the little uh, the notes that stands out uh, or little notes that I wrote down. Um, but yeah, it's it. They're all great songs. Um, but personally, for me, I gotta like my favorite is in Cold Blood, bros. Um, <laughs> oh, nice. That was an unintentional segue. I didn't know I was going there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was well done. I just kind of <laughs> thank you. I didn't. I didn't mean to do that, but thank you. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. In uh, I don't know what it is. I, it's it's a very grand song for like for being a, not to not to say punk is not like grand or it's this or but punk is punk is known for being generally bare bones. You know, just yeah. Uh, electric or a rhythm guitar uh, uh like a three four piece drum set and a singer and or a, a bassist you don't even need a singer the the rhythm guitarist does the singing um so it was it was just very grand it, it was like it 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 caught me off guard just grand is the best way I, I could put it like like kind of almost going towards an iron maiden kind of uh like just the scale of it i don't I don't know what I'm trying to say at this point. I just really like that song. That that was um uh yes. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that's what it yeah. It was almost going towards um uh Iron Maiden cuz there's certain parts where you were like uh I don't want to sing it but like in the I guess the, the chorus or the pre-chorus where you would just like uh like in cold blood now the like it I can see like I can see that being like Bruce Dickinson inspired or, you know, something like, so I don't know that that's just what my brain goes to. Cause I listen to a lot of Iron Maiden. I apologize if you had something else in mind, but just the, the scale of it, it. I love it. I love it. it. It just, it completely caught me off guard. Um, it is probably the most complex arrangement, you know what I mean? Cause it, there's a, there's a kind of a, uh, you know, a very like quickly picked intro and then it gets to the verse and then, like you're saying, like the little pre-chorus where it starts to build, and there's this background, uh, sort of mm-hmm. back where we're, ooh, you know, underneath it, and yeah. we're still where we're not still singing this part, and then the 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 very shouty in cold blood, and then there's this awesome breakdown in the the center that mm-hmm. our drummer Rob is like, he he almost kind of built the center part of that arrangement where he's got this really cool thing he's doing on the the toms and um so it's it it makes this song so dynamic and then um after the solo and everything where everything drops out and you're left with just nuck's guitar of this again this very punk kind of picked part before we all join back again it's and Mm -hmm. i it's uh, i know rob has mentioned it's his most favorite song to play 
that we do because no. it has this amazing drum part right in the center where it mm-hmm. really just breaks down it's big powerful hits on all the toms and i'm playing yes. chords on the bass too like to just try to really thicken it up mm-hmm. um it's a really i i, I love the arrangement that nuck has uh, eventually kind of come up with and then that we sort of all put our little our our uh fingerprint on as well yeah this song started as an idea years ago and uh uh, I've tried different iterations of it. I've tried it, you know, I've done acoustic sets where I've played it and tried it with different lyrics and different arrangements and different bands. I knew I wanted this song. I wanted this spooky, uh, you know, kind of haunting sounding song. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but I wanted it to sound vicious and it never sounded vicious in previous versions that I tried. It had the, the the minor keys and stuff so it sounded dark but it didn't it mm-hmm. didn't have an attack like it does and so it took getting together with these guys in this band to make this song finally work and now it sounds like it should have always so i wrote a <laughs> i wrote a chorus for it that never existed i wrote rob put that breakdown in there which just added so much more to the to the song um Mm -hmm. there's more dynamics with two guitars on it so i'm going up the neck and gabby's going down it um so yeah i really love how that one turned out and i don't i couldn't have done it without these guys specifically uh because that one really has everyone's stank on it like it didn't (laughs) it didn't ever sound like that in my head when i wrote it and then once Mm -hmm. they got a hold of it it turned into this and uh so yeah, that, I'd say that was our first like super collaborative um, piece where we all put in on it um, equally, and it turned into that. And so you say Iron Maiden, like I'm definitely uh, uh, an old school metal dude. Um, mm-hmm. I, I love old Iron Maiden stuff. Like Peace of Mind's my favorite album, by the way. Um, oh yes, yeah. <laughs> but I wouldn't say I was inspired by them for this song this was more mm-hmm. i get a feel on a song and i'll say oh you know this kind of feels like an insert band here the one that mm-hmm. i thought of when at least when in the recording studio for this for the um the approach to how it's mixed and everything was blitz mm-hmm. um and i was thinking of the song right, new age and how it's kind of uh it's kind of dark sounding and has kind of, you know, like this reverb on it and stuff. And, uh, and I thought I want that kind of delivery. And so that kind of informed where I went with the solo. I wanted that, that really uh, tight um, palm muted solo style in there instead of, yeah. you know, uh, uh, doing a lot of uh, bends and, and a lot of, uh, you know, I didn't want a busy solo in there. I wanted something simple and and uh, driving that would match mm-hmm. kind of the attack of the song. Driving is a very good word. That's a that's a yeah. Driving is a, the best way I would put it. And I think you did that well. I think you 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 served you served the song well in that in that aspect because uh, it, it it didn't need to be busy and you brought yeah it you see what i'm saying like exactly what you exactly what you want is like very it it translates well like what when from your mind to the page i guess yeah thanks (laughs) i'm always (laughs) excited when it works out well and like you know there's been some that haven't and i have to take them back to the drawing board and revisit them a couple years of course but yeah well not all of them are going to be winners nope um not every baby is pretty (laughs) exactly (laughs) i've never heard that one but that's 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 perfect um but i would say you guys have a very strong lineup of uh of uh five pretty babies right here yeah um (laughs) i don't i hope that that's not taken out of context but uh we'll we'll go from here (laughs) (laughs) these guys Um, make the prettiest babies right Yeah, and th- and that song is interesting, which which is probably why it's in the middle because it's you know, of the EP because it's different mm-hmm. than the other ones, and that it's this dark, 
minor key song. And so, mm-hmm. you know, you think of a roller coaster when you look at how you want to lay out an album, you want to start it, uh, you, you know, you want to build this tension and then get it up to the top and then you go flying down and then you're at this low kind of dark point and it's building more tension coming back up. And so I thought the song uh, was in a good spot there in the middle and how we laid out what, what order of the songs and all that stuff that was all done with the whole band's involvement. We, we whiteboarded them and uh, went over like, ah, which songs do we want to record? Which song, you know, cause we had a bunch that we could do and we chose these cause they represented different sides of our uh, musical catalog. And mm-hmm. so um, we wanted to kind of show each sort of thing that we do as our debut. And so that's how we hit upon these and the order that we put them in. Hmm. I can dig that. And it's, it's certainly a very diverse, like a very diverse sound. Um, like in cold blood is it, it, like I said, it's a, it's a grand sounding track in quotes. And then little blue tyrants is like this, like happier or like, like more catchier song with darker undertones. Yeah. Um, and then all my faults is just like a a driving punk song, just starting off with the screaming, like you know, like yeah, the you 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 put it the best way. It's a a list of songs that can show what you guys do, or uh, yeah. yeah. We existed for about a year before anybody really heard the music. You know, uh, they just saw our presence. We they saw we were playing a bunch of shows. A lot of people saw us live locally. And uh, so the name was getting out there, but people were thinking, you know, what the hell do they sound like? Um, and so uh, yeah, we, that, thought, that... <laughs> we thought if we're going to put out an EP, then let's show them everything that we do. And so, here's, right. you know, here's a cross section of everything stylistically that we uh, consider our sound. Absolutely. Uh, that's that's a, a, a good that's the best way to put it. That's the best way to put it. Cause I, I, I can't put it any better. I'm not going to try to reinvent the wheel. You already said it, uh, you know, <laughs> just put bigger that's, tires on it. it right. right. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's a, that's a perfect, perfect way to sum up the album. Um, I dug it. Um, uh, I mean, I lost my train of thought. Yeah. Um, I love the album. It was, it, I look forward to what comes next. Um, and I'm already very curious because you brought that up earlier. Um, so I'm already curious for that. And yeah, uh, we're, we're going to go in and record with, uh, Jesse O'Donnell from the band noise. And so we'll mm-hmm. be doing that August 15th, August 15th. All right. Ooh. Um, is there, a, is there a name for, or is there any sort of name that I can get any sort of working title? Uh, not yet. <laughs> that, that's the hard one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have some ideas and you had asked earlier about, uh, needle city. You were, <laughs> so oh, yes, I, I think before the call, we were talking about that. So that's my homage to our city. You know, the icon of the city is the space needle. So yes. it's homage to that, but it's also a reference to our really bad, drug and homeless problem that we have up here it's just it's mm-hmm. gone completely unchecked and so it's a tongue-in-cheek nod to there's needles everywhere it's needle city um <laughs> yeah that is, so that was kind of what i was what i was uh, gonna ask go ahead so that is it's gonna be it's probably gonna be an ep title somewhere down the road i don't know if it'll be this one because there's a song that i'm working on that will share that title so um mm-hmm. we'll see yeah, I, we, we haven't gotten into what what the heck we'll call this thing. Uh, we're still finalizing exactly what we're going to play on there, but I think we have a good idea. So, yeah, we'll see. For sure. All right. TBD. Well, I'm excited. Yes, to be determined. Yes. And uh, whenever that whenever that gets announced, I am definitely going to check it out, and uh, I'll post it up. Uh, um, but until then, it seems like I have been or I am running out of time. And um, I would just like to uh, say thank you. I love the 
if that was a sneeze, bless you. I love <laughs> I'd like to say bless you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't get to the mute button in time. Uh, that, was, that wasn't even me. That was that was uh, my uh, lady friend off in the other room. So I I, I apologize. I like oh, I missed the mute button. <laughs> it's all good. Don't worry about it. Bless her too. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Bless her too. Let her know. <laughs> um. But yes, uh, I love the album. Everything, God damn it! I was allowed that sneeze. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was, she must feel better. She right, right. feels better now than that, that sneeze out. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Oh man! But yes, um, the scoffs talk is cheap. I love the album. Um, I love the artwork. I'm looking forward to. Um, to the future projects and just thank you. Thank you for, for coming on. Thank you for the extra goodies, uh, uh, that you guys sent with the album. Um, uh, my dad says, thank you for the koozie. Uh, I don't drink, but he does. So, <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> so it's still getting put, it's been, it's getting put to good use. Um, cool. and yeah, all I've got to say is, uh, the scoffs.com is where they prefer to buy their merch, uh, buy a shirt, go check out the album. Um, if not, yeah, then check out the video. Ah, oh, the video as well. Oh, there's videos. Yeah. We got we a, gotta... uh, Gabor just made us a video for, uh, for just space, but, uh, he edited together uh, a little video for uh short fuse, uh, like a performance video mm. kind of thing. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't, and it's I... running on, uh, it's on our, it's on our, no, you might be able to say, but it's on our Facebook page, I'm sure. And mm-hmm. uh, it's it's running on Blank TV, which, you know, is a, a big music outlet. Blank TV on, Blank uh, TV. they have a YouTube channel. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. I got to check them out. Because uh, I was listening to uh, to the album on YouTube, but I didn't see any um, any YouTube videos on your channel. I just saw the, the tracks. So I'm kind of bummed There's out I didn't some- get to see that beforehand. There's some channel out there. So DistroKid will release videos for every track, but, and mm-hmm. they're just, you know, the stick, it's just a image of the logo basically, or, uh, yeah. or the cover. And then, yeah. um, somebody made a scoffs channel. I don't know who, but it's, it's not ours, but it says the scoffs and has our background <laughs> image and stuff. And then there's ours that has live videos that has our videos that we've created and stuff. So go find it. Uh, love us on there smash that subscribe button uh as they say on the youtubes and uh yeah uh real quick is there is there um like any sort of differentiating like factor that we'll know it's your youtube channel just so i don't go subscribing to the wrong one (laughs) let me look at it real quick and i'll tell you um if you search the scoffs on youtube it's Mm -hmm. the first one that comes up and you'll see right below it the scoff short fuse, and there's a picture of a little bomb that's on our channel. So if you get there, um, yeah, you're in All the right. right place for sure. Uh, oh, I see the bomb. All right, I found the channel. Cool for sure. Just making sure so I don't. Uh, so I, I and uh, others don't subscribe to the wrong channel. Go throwing yeah. our traffic somewhere else. <laughs> um. So yes, go check out all of that. Um. Any closing words that you guys have? That's it. Hey, thanks a bunch for having us on and giving us a chance to talk about the the stuff. It's it's been a great, um, you know, time's flown by. Like you say, in this year mm-hmm. and a couple of bits, and so it's it's awesome. Like when you know people not right here in town hear of us, and uh, really appreciate mm-hmm. you taking time out to include us. Oh, absolutely. That's that's actually something I wanted to highlight. Uh, that yes, as much as. This is a, this is a, sorry, my whole thing is like, it's a local, uh, supposed to be local for Long Beach. And this is, you guys are actually like, uh, the first band that I interview out of state. Um, yeah. So thank you guys for that as well. Uh, there's a first time. Um, so yeah, that's actually, I'm just kind of realizing that that's awesome. That's a, (laughs) that's a first for me. (laughs) So thank you guys for that. Um, Hey, to the local bands down there, when this opens back up, we want to come down and play with you then. Absolutely. Yes. We need it. Oh my goodness. That would be awesome. 
I would love yep. to see when we you get guys back to some version of normal. We are we're definitely going to head down that way and would love to make a stop in Long Beach. Oh, absolutely. You got you got at least one one soul ticket, you know. Right on. So, <laughs> it's not going to be uh, completely empty. Hey, no, we're but, staying uh, at your house, so we might as well get you into the gig. Oh, for sure. Uh, <laughs> damn. All right. Uh, I'm going to have to make some uh, some changes really quick. Then. <laughs> yeah, you just found out right. about this. So. Yeah. Right, oh, okay. I have time, though. I have time yeah. to prepare. There you go. Um, so, yes, hopefully, hopefully whenever this finishes, you guys do uh, – get to find your way down here uh i definitely want to see you guys live i love the music and i would love to experience it live and um yes thank you shout out to the needle city um and thank you uh thank you guys nate nate nuck um i know nuck you said that was it but no nothing else you wanted to say final words uh i slit the sheet the sheet i slit and on the slitted sheet i sit I've always wanted to be able to say that. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, be good to each other and everybody stop picking on each other. And uh, yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Wear a mask, through me wash up. your hands and go vote in November. That's right. And stay in school. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Eat your vitamins. Yeah. Take your Ubers. All of that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Take right, your Valtrex. call your grandma call your grandma and say hi absolutely that that actually true call your grandma say hi tell her you love her tell your grandpa tell him you love him all of that good stuff um and with that that's gonna uh be the close i was trying to bring like a super elaborate ending to this it completely stubbed it yeah, I threw it off. <laughs> yeah, I tried to be smooth. It didn't work. <laughs> oh, shit. So All with right. that, that's going to end out this week's episode of Inside the Mind. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Nate and Nuck of The Scoffs for joining me. Uh, go check them out, thescoffs.com. Buy a shirt there, preferably. If you prefer Bandcamp, that's fine. They prefer The Scoffs. Um, they prefer their website, rather. And uh, listen to them on YouTube. Follow them on Instagram at the scoffs. Uh, follow me on Instagram at inside the mind cast, I believe. And like they said, be nice to you, be nice to each other, and go tell someone you love them. Peace. All right. Thanks a bunch. Awesome. Oh, man. Thank you, Nate. Uh, appreciate it greatly. Absolutely. Thank you. You have a great day, man. Yeah, you too, man. We'll talk to you later. Absolutely. Peace.